Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning. Good morning. The Better You auction is up and running. We're live. So if you go to our webpage, 957cruisefm.ca, maybe this is the year. We're seeing it in our little buddy, James P. White. Yeah, he's being an adult. He's looking after himself a little bit. Look at all the things that he's doing to change his life. He cleaned his apartment this weekend. (laughs) You were right yesterday when he wasn't in the room. He was like, so funny. Jimmy does just the basic things in life, and we break down and do a whole show on it. Yeah, oh, he cleaned. (laughs) He actually used, he mopped his floor. Still doesn't own a vacuum. (laughs) I was going to ask him if he has a vacuum. He doesn't have a vacuum. The Locker Room, only on Cruise. I don't know the history on this increase on booze tied to inflation. Yeah, it's a yearly thing. Every April 1st for some reason. Yeah. 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 Um, so is is it to save us all from our drinking problems? I don't even think they try to hide it like that. <laughs> they just call it alcohol escalator tax. And they they just... Do you have in front of you how long it's been around? Like, um, is this something we've been dealing with for 300 years and I've just, it's just on it's, my... I think it's been around a long time and no one really paid attention to it. And then with the cost of everything going up and our love of alcohol going up, um, the Canadian Taxpayers Federation started to really talk about it last year, I remember. Yeah. Becoming like a big deal. Because we were, year. I think probably COVID, like no one had any money. And so then we were looking at every tax increase. Yeah. It drew a little more attention to it. Wow. So April 1st, it's almost a 5% boost in the um, the, the liquor tax. It's the biggest one ever. Yeah. So it's tied to the rate of inflation at some point yeah. in the previous year. They mark it and they go, okay, lock it in. That's what we're going to increase the taxes on liquor by. Um, the thing, we got to get to a point, I think, where no one has any money to do anything, mm-hmm. right? Are we, are we getting close? Oh, we're, we're pretty close. I mean, like if we leave can, this, most people are house broke at this point. If we leave this government in, I think they'll succeed in making sure they bleed us dry completely. Yeah. Um, just so you know, you might want to sit down for this. Trudeau brought this in in 2017. What? Right after he made legal legalized weed, he did this escalator this tax. Was started, started in 2017, and it it probably was instituted in an effort to try to save us all from ourselves. Oh, probably, yeah, yeah. And that's one thing have I you, know about Canada is we don't have enough tax. Have so. you seen the markups on on this stuff? Like, what? Well, just go to the states. Well, yeah, exactly. Just and, just grab three, four bottles of booze that you like or whatever it is you yeah. buy on a regular basis and then go compare it to um, what it costs in the States. Well, they break, it's half sometimes. More than half. I think wine is like 60 70% you're paying tax. Each one is different. But I know I'm talking about in the States. Oh, how much you're you, paying. You'll pay yeah, less yeah. than half. But what, what you're paying, like say when you buy a bottle of wine... In Alberta, yeah, sixty like percent of that is going to tax. Something crazy like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's nuts. 
we got to get rid of this government, right? Like, mm-hmm. The scary thing is I'm not sure the the, the next one standing in line is, well, is going to be any better. But Once they get a taste and they go, oh, we can do this. Oh, they will pay this. Okay. We'll just continue doing that then. Listen, especially if it's in the name of health. You made fun of me for this before um, because I'm not, I'm not suggesting that we do this. Yeah. But we're getting closer and closer to a point of... Are you going to tell like, people to take up arms? <laughs> We've already no. seen what your followers do when you no. tell them to do things at drive Stop! Stop! <laughs> we're going we're gonna to start seeing a major backlash in this. <laughs> people can't afford to live! You can't when do you, anything. When if you, you can't even afford to drink anymore. <laughs> listen, it's it's getting... It's, it's out of hand. Yeah. I, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy, but I'm, I'm starting to you know search my Facebook. Yeah. Group for, start, for start, groups to, you know, who's going to the ledge this weekend? Not hard to start, find them. Start hitting the streets with Lachlan Cross. <laughs> Welcome to the locker room. Okay, I'm going to play the audio first, and then we'll explain what this is. But this is a Jimmy Kimmel prank, okay? okay. Hey, Gary Fortuna. George Santos here. I just wanted to stop by to congratulate you for winning the Clearwater, Florida Beef Eating Contest. Eating six pounds of loose ground beef in under 30 minutes is a all-time new record, which is amazing and impressive. Congratulations for the win. I know you're feeling a little under the weather, but I hear from a great source that the doctor said that you'll be released from the hospital soon and recover well. Look, have a speedy recovery and then enjoy the festivities of the end of the year. Bye. So Jimmy Kimmel started this bit because George Santos, who is the disgraced congressman, he got kicked out for fraud. He was, he's insane. Yeah. He's crazy. Like, like he was spending his campaign money on like Dungeons and Dragons. Well, <laughs> It wasn't just that. He was also lying about... Everything about who he was was a lie. Everything. It wasn't just his resume, too. Like, he was telling people he was Jewish. Yeah. Like, it's just bizarre. (laughs) It's so crazy. So he got kicked out of Congress. He got kicked out of Congress, and um, and what he did was he jumped up on Cameo. Yeah. And Cameo is this social media platform. We tried to get Jimmy on it, remember? Yeah, they didn't accept him. They they rejected Jimmy. But, like, Diener from FUBAR is on there. Yeah, you can get Diener to write you a song. For Army Chris's 50th birthday, we got Ted Nugent to give him a, a video. That's right. We paid for That's a, right. a Ted we did Nugent that. birthday wish. We yeah. did that through Cameo. Yeah. Um, the Diener ones, you brought those. He's he's actually very creative because he'll take, he'll yeah. ask you a bunch of questions about whoever you want to send the message to and then he writes a song yeah. and then records it in his shed and sends, <laughs> sends it back to you. So depending on your level of fame, depending on, on who you are, you can actually charge, you know, certain, like, I think they probably have a scale, yeah. right? If you're an engineer entry level slab or whatever maybe you know they maybe cap it so it's i think it's 400 bucks us or 500 bucks us that he charges for these for these messages mm. this george santos so jimmy kimmel found out about this and started sending him stuff like that to see <laughs> and they do a bit called will george say it <laughs> And he would say it for the money, and now he's suing. He's suing so he says, for fraud. Yeah, he says they were uh, a clear violation of copyright law, and he shouldn't have been able to use the videos on his show. Yeah, I like his I lawyer, though. Lose. Well, his lawyer said, yes, they were funny, but it was a violation. <laughs> like, they even admitted, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> we know. 
I think he's suing Kimmel for like twenty grand or something. Yeah, he probably already got a tw- twenty grand out of him. Yeah, if he's paid five hundred bucks each video, Kimmel probably has a bank of them. Like he probably got like twenty done. You know what we got to do? We got to go on to Cameo and see if we can come up with somebody to mess with. Yeah, there's gonna be somebody. Should we mess with Diener? Fubar Diener? I don't thing know is, that. Now yeah. we're copying another. Like that's yeah. The other now thing. it's a Jimmy Kimmel bit. It's a Jimmy Kimmel bit. But, yeah. You know, there's a lot of people on here. There's a ton can... of people on there. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to pay too much. <laughs> Who's the cheapest? <laughs> the locker room only on Chris. This is kind of an indication of where the John Wick franchise is, right? In its level of popularity? Yeah. Well, I mean, they made four of them, so you know. Well. She's popular. Not every franchise gets a tourist attraction in Vegas, though. This is cool. Right? An the, interactive. Yeah. The, the John Wick experience is opening in Vegas. 12,000 square foot John Wick experience. Unbelievable. And it sounds really cool because it's not like a ride you go on. It's actually like a whole, like they say, an experience. So it's role playing. It's going in, you go into the Continental, like the hotel. Wow. And they have it set up so there's staff working there and you get missions to do. And they say it kind of suspends reality once you go through the doors of the Continental and you're in the John Wick world. You are John Wick once you walk through those doors. Do you get stabbed or shot? You probably throw some knives. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of the best scenes ever. I think that was John Wick 2. Where he's, where, where he's gets in the throwing knife knives and swords and I was, axes. I was in the theater and everyone was just laughing because it was so, so crazy. Over the top. Yeah, it was awesome. They um, did a really good job of sort of matching that level of crazy action every time. Yeah. They yeah. step it up, and uh, those movies are awesome. Because before those movies, I was a little unsure about Keanu Reeves, too. I was kind of like, what? Eh. Yeah, because he's not what? great of an actor. He's Come on, like, Matrix. I know Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that? Like, he wasn't ever a great actor. Uh, Matrix is I don't a know. Billy I, thought was, movie, but... I thought it was perfect for John Wick. But it was perfect for John Wick. And, yeah, yeah, it did bring him back, too. Although, like, it brought him to another level of fame that he was kind of dormant for a few years after what? The Matrix. And... Yes, yes. You know, there's a story about him saying no to Speed 2 and then Hollywood yeah. sort of walking away from him for like, I don't know, a chunk of time. It wouldn't hire him. It wouldn't hire him. But um, I, I don't know. I, I kind of disagree with you. I think he's always sort of been that guy and he never really tried to be anything other than that guy. Mm-hmm. Maybe, what was that Idaho movie that he did years oh, ago? Uh, when he first started, I think he was trying to be... private Idaho. I think he was trying <laughs> to become more of a serious drama actor mm-hmm. but then once he got into kind of the 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 role a walk in the clouds and the whole truth and okay, so that he came out twenty six. Didn't he have to? Do, it, he didn't he, try like the lake house or something. You made me watch that. Yeah, for, the lake house with Sandra Bullock. You made me watch that for Jimmy. At that the was two thousand six. He's another one of those actors where I don't know. He doesn't get credit for how good I think he might be. Right? I, I always had a hard time with him growing up. Really? Okay. Yeah, when I would watch him, and he's just so monotone. and well, That's why John Wick works, because he doesn't have to say a whole lot. If, if, you, um, if, you, want, if you want to try something that will like, give, like, set you off a little bit, mm-hmm. watch John Wick without the sound. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It really needs the sound. You're listening to The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. 
quite often a story that is somewhat viral or, you know, that people are talking about will we'll get out there and people think of the locker room right away. And yeah. Generally, it's because of Jimmy, right? <laughs> Usually it's a story involving strippers or, or a little person or, or, or Tabor. Yeah. Remember when the ostriches got out? Yeah. T- oh, it, yeah. I had 300 people send me that story <laughs> within like six and, hours. And the video of the, of the cop car driving by the ostrich and the one guy reaching out and grabbing him. Personal cyber insurance is in demand, which, uh, by the way, I didn't even know this was a thing. Me neither. Um, but I've had three or four people send it to me going, you might want to get Jimmy on this. <laughs> I was one of those people. Because <laughs> I saw it immediately. I was like, oh, Jimmy needs this. I didn't know you could get personal cyber insurance. Um, so, yeah, you should get this, Jimmy. And they say it's like one of the fastest growing insurances out there right but now. But with my luck, I'd get the insurance and someone that works for the insurance company would hack me. Well, you know what, though? Or they the just, ins- they'd mark all yours up as acts of God. Or everything that <laughs> happened to you wouldn't wouldn't qualify yeah. as 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 uh, coverage under the... In- That's the one thing I love. I was talking to my son-in-law who got coverage for his vehicle that he bought. Yeah. So he buys the, the extended package from the dealership. As you do, yeah. And then needed to get a repair, dropped it off. Not covered. And they're like, oh, this isn't covered. Yeah. It'll be 1700 bucks." And he was... <laughs> Like what? <laughs> oh, awesome! <laughs> I say no to all of it. Yeah, it's me too. Everything because it never works out. You wanted pet insurance? So I was gonna say it's no. like the pet insurance. That's the worst one. The worst. Nothing one. is covered with pet insurance. Nothing. I don't know why you get it. Yeah, you. Why would you ever get it? Um, You're still gonna pay through the nose. So personal cyber insurance. They said depends on the provider and the plan, but coverage may include everything from unauthorized use of bank accounts, credit cards, even um, counseling. If you get cyberbullied on social media, they'll pay for you to go to like a therapist to help you out, get over it. Um, so, yeah. This feels like a scam to me. <laughs> Is there a insurance what for when I somebody takes Taylor Swift over your Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> what if I trusted a radio personality and I tried to buy Taylor Swift tickets for them? For two from grand. Them? Do I get my two grand back? <laughs> Tech talk with Locke. Oh, here we go. Oh, no. <laughs> I saw this and I thought I would pass it along. So, you know, when your phone gets wet, there was always... Throw it in a bag of rice. Throw it in a bag of rice. Apparently, Apple has warned that that is not a good idea to do that. I guess particles from the rice have a possibility of getting into it. Okay. So they, they've they suggested you do something different. And I they also have... I don't know if this, this is on the latest update, but they also now have a... Warning if your phone is too wet to charge. Oh, I've had that for years. Oh, have you? Yeah, okay. every once in a while I'll go to plug my phone in and it'll say like the charging port is wet, needs to dry out before. I've never seen it. No? Have you have yeah. you seen that? I've no. It's really frustrating. I I had it one time where I had like a hair dryer like <laughs> Well they say don't do that. Yeah. They well, say don't don't heat heat it up with a hair dryer. You melt things. <laughs> <laughs> so if you do have an issue with your phone and it's wet, you're supposed to hang it upside down and shake it. Okay. Um, with the, with Give it the, a couple shakes. With the charger. Anything more than a couple is playing with it, though. <laughs> <laughs> with the charger port facing down. Yeah. Okay. And then you're supposed to put it in a dry area with decent airflow, wait a half an hour, 
um, and then give it another shake, and it, it should it it should help. No rice though. But they're saying has no that, rice. Has that ever actually worked for anyone? The bag of rice. I've done it a couple times, and I've it's never I've never had results. Like I've in my experience, once once. Once but your phone but is when you when you get something wet, I did that not with a phone, but with an old MP3 player. But you have to leave it in there like for a day or so. It's not like yeah. an instant, instant I thing. I did it when I soaked my phone at work. Remember? Yeah, that was funny. You had your phone in your backpack. You ran into the bathroom, threw your backpack on the counter. It went into the sink, triggered the automatic. Uh, water, soak my phone, and you were trying to go poo, and you could hear the water running on your bag. <laughs> it was a, it was an emergency. <laughs> it, it, you were, uh, you were trying to stop the flow so, I so put, that you could stop the flow. I put my phone in a bag of rice at that time, and it didn't work. But I have heard people say that this works. Yeah, like I, I thought it was something you did. Like my phone was dead. Like it was cooked. Yeah, it was too much because it was like hot water running on it for well as long as it. We don't need to get into details. <laughs> so no bags of rice. Shake don't do it. it. Just shake it. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report. Brought to you by iFurniture. Better, cheaper, smarter. Visit iFurniture.ca. Now, Grant Johnson. So the latest product to get blasted online because of shrinkflation is a product we all enjoy from kids to bachelors, everyone enjoys craft dinner. If you don't enjoy KD, you don't enjoy life. So people have noticed that boxes of craft dinner yep. have gotten slightly smaller. Yeah. Not cheaper though, just a few less pieces of macaroni. Can I just say that the biggest lie ever told is the serving size that they put on a box of craft dinner? <laughs> When you look at the box and it tells you that it serves a family of four, and then you eat it all yourself for just a normal lunch. Maybe I've just told myself that they are lying about the serving size to make myself feel better. Because nobody wants to hear that in one sitting they eat the same as a family of four. Uh, for lunch today, you ate what a small African village eats in a week. That's why it's important to continue to believe that they are lying about the portion size of craft Dinner. So that I don't feel like some sort of giant when I eat lunch. Fee, fi, fo, fum. If one box is basically just enough to feed one adult, how many will I need in my fallout shelter? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> and now they're making the boxes smaller? Craft dinner was supposed to be what I ate after nuclear war. If the boxes are smaller, I'm going to need double the space to store them. You see this problem that I have here, so... Yeah, craft dinner. The boxes are smaller. And they're lying about the portion size, I'm, I swear. The Grant Report is brought to you by our Make Wings Cheap Again merchandise. It's a movement. Help us make wings cheap again by buying a shirt or hat. Text now for the link to our merch store. The Locker Room. Dakota Johnson, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, amongst other things, Peanut Butter Falcon. She was great. Oh, she was really good at not. Um, yeah, her who's dad, her, is, who's dad her is Don Johnson. Don, Don John. Yeah, yeah. Don Johnson at Miami Vice. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so she's a successful actress, mm -hmm. right? Like you would put her in an A-list category. I, I think so. Some people don't like her, but she does. I mean. Big movies and stuff. So okay, why don't yeah. they, why don't they like her? How, is I don't it, know. Is People were mad about her being in Fifty Shades, saying she wasn't right for the part. But 
I, I thought she maybe was. Situa- I like, thought she was fantastic. Well, Jimmy read the books and he liked her, so yeah. I didn't read the books. <laughs> I read clips for a bit that we did. <laughs> Chris Martin is uh, the front man for Coldplay. Coldplay is all yellow. Yes. Yeah. So I think people are are familiar with that Both of them. Yeah. with with those two couples, right? And listen, I'm not taking anything away from Coldplay. He is a successful musician. Yeah. Right? So the the worlds balance out. But have you seen pictures of them together? I didn't realize they've been dating for so long, since 2017. Have they been together Uh, that long? Yeah, since 2017, since he consciously uncoupled from Gwyneth Paltrow. Like, look at look at the two of them. That's not a great photo of them. Come, come on! He's got little skinny arms. I and... have a better body than Chris Martin. <laughs> he looks like Gumby. <laughs> what is she doing with him? Is he likes him. He's a he's a singer. Please don't say he's funny. Uh, he's got a net worth of a couple hundred million dollars. You know what I find funny? Find funny about you making fun of him and how good looking she is. Look at you and your wife. Okay, okay? that's fair. Like I understand that, but when you see stuff like this, there's in it. Well, look at Grant and Michaela. <laughs> we got more than one example in this room. <laughs> and and Jimmy and, and you two Lacey. guys are married, and I'm single, and I'm the best looking on the show. Oh, oh that's, yeah. That's, oh yeah. All right. Jimmy. This doesn't deserve a whistle, but I almost want to. <laughs> anyway, I saw a picture of them at the beach and I'm like, what is she doing? <laughs> the guy's a noodle. <laughs> you have the same body. <laughs> I have a better body than him. <laughs> I have a better body than Jude Law and Chris Martin. This is The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. There's a number of personalities in the world that we live in right now that evoke a a response, and Mm -hmm. none of it's good, right? Like, just saying the name Elon Musk. Yeah. It's just like, okay, you guys are talking about Elon Musk. What now? Annoying. Some people love him. Some Some people people hate him. Yeah. Some people are indifferent. He's a controversial figure. Yeah. He's kind of a weirdo. And he's, he's different. He's wired different. He did a recent interview where he claims that he could extend human lifespan and solve the longevity issues. And then added on the heels of that, but I don't want to. (laughs) Because people need to die for society to progress. And I'm just thinking about the guy that just had the Neuralink put in, the chip put in, if he read that interview and went... Wait, I he, made a bad wait. decision here. You put a chip in my brain, and now you're saying you don't. You people should die. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. need more plagues. So I wonder if this uh, chip has a self-destruct mechanism. Apparently, though, and there's no video. I don't know why they're keeping. It must be the patient. Yeah, like we don't know a lot about. Or they just want to unveil him, like in a year from now, when he's walking and he used to be paralyzed or something. Something. Yeah, maybe. But Maybe this, you're right. This guy, Elon, said since he got the chip in his brain, he can control a computer mouse with his mind. That's terrifying. The only thing I've seen video-wise, and maybe there's more out there with the Neuralink, which he's involved with, yeah. is the monkey playing Pong. Yeah, with his mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this apparently this guy can just look at a computer and move the mouse around. I have a feeling we're going to see something. But I think you're right. I think you're... 
you're you're on to something, Grant. So in a year from now, teasing us, teasing us, teasing us, and they also hope this guy doesn't die. So there's that. They don't want to unveil him too early. We don't want to get attached to him. Yeah, <laughs> and then like the guy that got the pig heart. Right. We all we all grew to love him, and then he died. It didn't last long, did no, it? No, it did not last long. But I can't see. The, I can see them not showing pictures or video in case this guy croaks. And and hey, then, thanks for joining us. So no, just no, said. just just wait, because <laughs> and then then they do another experiment and they actually and it works. Then they show the person that it actually works on. Okay, all right. Anyway, the the, the, the interesting thing about this Neuralink thing is that apparently there's companies that are way further ahead than Elon Musk's company, but we talk about Elon Musk all the time. Because he's Elon Musk. Because it's Elon yeah. Musk, but there's a company yeah. in Switzerland, too, where I there's no I don't know the name of that company or companies. But I there's multiple of them that are like working, 10 steps ahead of Neuralink. Yeah, they're working yeah. on things that, you know, that help people with severe issues in life yeah. by putting a chip in their brain. Man, the world's changing. On the leading edge of fried chicken innovation, and on a mission to figure out the 11 spices in the Colonel's secret recipe, here's your Chicken News host, Grant Johnson. Grant Johnson! So this is exciting. We've talked about this plan before from Chick-fil-A to expand into Alberta. Um, they made it official yesterday, um, saying they're going to open three stores in Alberta by the end of this year. Wow. Okay. Um, so there's one in Toronto, right? Yeah. Um, so Toronto has one right now. The Ontario is like the only um, place. So these Alberta locations will be the first outside of Ontario since they opened in Toronto in 2019. Do we know what it is about Chick Fil A that makes them um, so special? Because I it's the, the power only thing of prayer. <laughs> the owner's quite religious, right? They're not open on Sundays. <laughs> Something to the do. only thing I know is that Jay Leno is a big fan. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah, and I, I I've never had it, and people talk about it like it yeah. is the best of the chicken places. Um, so they're going to open two in Edmonton. So wow. um, first off, this month they're going to start building one in West Edmonton Mall. Okay, and then that one's going to open by late summer. Then in the spring they're going to start building one in South Edmonton Common. Okay. So it'll be open by, by the end of 2024. I'll so. try it. Oh, yeah. I think we'll be there a lot. For sure. I feel like like when Popeye's opened, I remember that became a staple pretty fast for us here on the show. We were there. Like at least one one of us was going to Popeye's well, at least during, once a week. During um, COVID, because there wasn't anything to do. So like a Friday after the show, that would be my Friday treat. Would go get a spicy <laughs> chicken sandwich. Yeah, it turned into like you and I used to do well, that I too. I can't go to the bars or anything, so I'm just this is my treat today. You know what Celebrate I miss the weekend now because my drive shorter home. Yeah, I don't see an Arby's. It, uh, <laughs> yeah, you've got to really go I, out of your way to get Arby's now. I know, I know, because yeah. there, there isn't one around no. me. So I miss that. You just start dropping by my house. <laughs> Is there an Arby's down well, there's there? There's one in Mill Woods. Okay. Right? So, All right. Just, yeah, the only way well, I finding pre- excuses to go to Mill Woods. That's, that's where we went and had the mountain, mm-hmm. which is the mystery Meat menu. Mountain. Meat Mountain. Yeah. Because uh, I've been meaning to stop at the one on Calgary, uh, not Calgary, uh, St. Albert Trail, because like when I go to Northgate. There's a bus stop there? Yeah. It, it, like, there's one right away. on Yellowhead and, and, uh, and St. Albert Trail. Yeah, yeah. And the bus goes right by there. Perfect. Yeah. Just ring the bell. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Sir, this is not a stop. It is now. <laughs> I want you to want bad milk. I want you 
bag milk. Wednesday, so we always chat with Bag Milk from Oilers Nation. Just getting back from the latest Nation vacation, you were in Arizona. What would, what town is the rink in? Bag Milk, Tempe, 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 Arizona. Yeah. Hmm. Got a chance to uh, to watch a home game in Arizona. <laughs> it was so we were kind of like on the way there. We were trying to figure out how many Oilers fans are going to be there. We knew there was a lot because even the night before and on the plane, there was just Oilers fans everywhere. So we we're trying to like, is it going to be like 30% Oilers fans, 40% Oilers fans? But I, if it was 70% or more of Oilers fans in there compared to Coyotes fans, I would totally believe it. Because by the time wow. the third period was winding down and it was 6-3 or maybe 5-3 at that point and people started clearing out Coyotes fans, you just look around and it's all blue and orange and there weren't that many empty seats. It was just, we took over that arena. Well, you can only fit... 4,600 people in Mullet Arena. Um, not well, a bad seat thing. in the house. <laughs> no, there wasn't. And that was the thing, too. Like, you walk up and into, you walk up the stairs and get to the rink. You go, where's the rest of it? <laughs> but it was such a cool experience. I, I've never watched, I'd never imagined watching an NHL game in an arena like that. It was so much fun. The atmosphere was great. It was electric. It felt like, it almost felt like going to a hockey version of a Riverhawks game in a way. Yeah. Just, there was like little merch corners and like little vendors. And I just, it was adorable and I loved it. We just had the best time. It sounded like a home game when we were watching mm-hmm. at home, but everybody's wondering what the cost of beer was. <laughs> I think it was about 13, 14 US, if oh, I remember okay. correctly. They probably so, jacked it. They were like, these guys, we're going to fill this building with Oilers fans. Well, if you're traveling for a game, too, you're not concerned about the yeah. price of beer. No, yeah. that's the last thing. Uncle Visa had it covered. Yeah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay for that next month. <laughs> um, Bruins in town tonight, kicking off a rather condensed five game homestand to wrap up February. Out of the next five, just looking at what's in front of them this is probably it's not gonna be an easy home stand but this is probably their biggest test tonight for the Edmonton Oilers without I mean the Bruins are the Bruins they're good again this year here's the thing too is we're sitting there at the game on Monday in Arizona Oilers had a really really hot start and then that second period was awful Mm, and then the third period was back back to normal again so if they have a second period or any period like that against the Bruins, they may not come out so lucky. So a big thing tonight is you got to play full 60. You got to play a full 60 and your details yeah. have got to be dialed in because the Oilers were loose on Monday. And they, you know what? They outscored their problems and thankfully they did. But uh, I don't know that that happens against the Bruins. Yeah. Uh, NHL trade deadline is coming up. Is there concern? Like, Do you think they're going to push harder to get a backup goalie? Because Stuart Skinner has been a little uh, leaky. A little iffy lately, and I think he's just getting work too much, to be honest. So do you think that's going to be a big issue for for Holland? I honestly, like, it's going to be weird to see what they have because we all know the Oilers don't have a whole lot of cap space. They the goaltending position has been one of those ones where everyone's like, well, do you need someone or do they bring Jack back up? I don't know. So I don't know that they're going to go more aggressively. If anything, I would just bet that they find a way to make the cap work and then Campbell comes back up. But yeah. is that the best solution or is that oh, the best answer? Please don't, I don't know. Campbell up. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like they're not going to trade assets for another goalie when they have one. They're paying five million bucks to hang out. Yeah. In Vegas. That's a good point, though. We forgot about Campbell. Campbell's sitting there, down there, riding the bus, and on, yeah. the, on the lamb. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jimmy, yeah. you wanted to to bounce something off of uh... Uh, game day this weekend. Uh, to, is there still tickets available at Greta? 
Yes, yes, but we're running out. So if you want to come join us at Greta on Saturday night for the BOA, you got to go to nationgear.ca. We're, we're raising some money for free play for kids. So we're partying for a good cause, which is the most important part of it. But yeah, there's still some tickets available under the events tab at nationgear.ca. Go grab them. We're going to raise some money. We're going to have a good time. We're going to watch a BOA, and it's going to be a fantastic little Saturday in the city. That's how I should ease my wife. And we were talking yes, off air. Introduce her to the Oilers nation. Cause we watched one of these the watch games parties. together. She's a hockey fan. So we yep. were, we were chatting and we were, and she's like, it sounds like, like look at all the Oilers fans down there. And then I was explaining the, the nation vacation Oilers nation and that you guys were down there and that you do these trips. And she goes, we should do one of those. And I was Absolutely like, you should. Uh, I was like, I don't know if like that might be a little, more than she a little much for your life <laughs> it's a shift it's just, one, of my favorite moments, one of my favorite moments of the trip was we didn't even get to the hotel before we made the bus driver stop at a liquor store <laughs> we were stocked up for the weekend before we even got to the hotel so that was just kind of the the table was set for an amazing weekend from the time we I, got off the bus I once went skiing with the Oilers Nation and didn't see the ski hill that is true yeah I don't know that I your guys know if your wife <laughs> <laughs> well, she's used ease to in. a little debauchery. Yes. Just you got to you, you got to ease it in, right? Like you got to just make sure that it, she's aware of what it is. So that might yeah, be baby. the thing I do on Saturday. All right, Beg Milk Oilers right. Nation, thank you for your time today. Thanks, boys. You've been listening to the Locker Room podcast. Congrats. You just lost 5 IQ points. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 957 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.